What's up, everybody? It's Michael Nettemeyer here and Joe Geary, and we are your host of the Whitwin Podcast, whatever it takes, whenever it's needed. Today, we are talking on leadership again. Now, I know we've talked about this before, but we had people that had questions about it, so we wanted to go a little bit deeper into leadership and how it relates to business, whether you're growing a business, starting a business, whether you're working in a business. If you're managing people, you have to learn to lead them. And it's not enough just to be a boss. You have to be a leader. And that's how you establish respect. That's how you establish growth. That's how you start to get things going and moving in the right direction in your business. Everything rises and falls on leadership. Leadership is influence. Leadership's a process. It's not a position, right? So let's talk a little bit about different types of leadership, right? There's actually a book called Five Levels of Leadership, and I think there's some good points in that. And we want to touch a little bit on different levels of leadership. Joe, what's the first level of leadership? Yeah, so it's funny that you mentioned uh, you're not a boss, you're a leader. And I would say the first level really is that boss position where it's position leadership. You're simply there because it's a position of leadership and it's really nothing more. You don't have any skills, you don't have any leadership skills, anything like that. You're just simply in the position of a leader. Yeah, so you're position leader, you have the title, and you possibly, sometimes people think because of the title, they're automatically given respect. Position leadership is the lowest form of leadership, right? Just because you're a boss doesn't make you a great leadership, a leader. And good leadership isn't about advancing yourself. It's about advancing your team, right? So position leadership is actually the lowest form. And this is people follow you because they have to, right? It's not, they're not following you because you want to. And we've touched on leadership before, as I mentioned, and basically, you can judge or gauge your leadership on the amount of people that follow you and at the length of time they follow you for, right? So the bigger your following gets and the longer they're following you, you probably have a pretty good handle on, I got this leadership going. Is it ever perfect? No, we always have to be advancing. But the first level in the lowest form of leadership is that position leadership. Have you ever heard of people that have said, well, I'm your boss? If somebody has to say, I'm your boss, it means they're probably not a leader. Right? And they haven't earned the respect of the people that are they're managing. So with that said, we know that position leadership is the lowest, Joe. Yeah, that brings us to the next one. So we have the next level of leadership or level two, you can call it, is permission leadership. And this is really the level where you start to build relationships and you build that trust that you really did not have at all in position leadership. This is where people actually start to respect you and listen to you because you have their permission. So permission leadership, yeah, and it's based mostly on relationship. Exactly. It's building relationships and building trust with all of your teammates. That way they actually want to follow you and they're not following you because they have to. Exactly. Built on relationships, people can like you without leading them, but you cannot lead people well without liking them. So you have to also like the people that you're leading and you have to build the relationship with them. I oftentimes think people kind of confuse that too and they think like, oh, well, I can't be friends with people that work for me or that are reporting to me. And I don't think that's the case. I think you need to identify standards and you need to identify expectations and you always have to keep in mind it's boss first, then buddy, right? So the job comes first. We can be friends, right? And, and at the end of the day, even outside of work, we can be friends, but it's knowing where the line is and it's boss. The business comes first and then the friendship in regards to work, right? So it is important that you establish that level two leadership, which is the permission, the relationship form of, and this is where people follow you because they want to, not because of the position you hold and because they have to. It's now you're starting to raise your level of leadership and people are starting to follow you because they choose to. 
And I think it's big on, too, to have a good culture in your organization, whether you have a big business or a small business, to make sure your culture is good. Because if you don't like your people, the chances of them liking you are not going to be very high and vice versa. So it's big to have people in your organization that you're actually going to like or at least want to work with because this is huge for having that permission level leadership. It is. And that's the thing. If you're showing up to work every day and you're working with people that you can't stand, they probably don't want to be there either. Right? If you can't stand them, they probably can't stand you. And you're building a toxic environment and you're never going to scale a massive organization by feeding it with people that don't get along, that you can't stand to be around. And you're right. That's where the culture and the core values really come into place. Do What are your core values for one? What do you want the culture of your organization to look like? And if you're a one-person show right now, you still need to be thinking about this stuff. As I grow and bring people in, what core values do I want them to uphold? What does my company stand for? What do I stand for? And really, what will I not tolerate? Right. And as you're bringing people into your organization, they need to fall in line with your core values and your belief system. And that's ultimately how you can scale. And you get all of these people thinking the same way, following the same set of core values, all rowing in the right direction. That's where your business can become massive. Now, the third level, as we move into level three of leadership, is production. What production leadership is, it's basically results-based leadership. This is where people will follow you because of what you have done for the organization. So what I mean by that is your track record, right? People look now and they say, what has this person done in the organization? Wow, they've done a tremendous amount of growth, a tremendous amount of work. They kill it in sales, whatever it is. They're going to follow you now because of what you have done for the organization. And that's the third level of leadership is production. So this is where leaders gain influence and credibility because people begin to follow them because of what they've done for the organization. Right? Anything to add on that, Joe? Yeah, and one thing I'd add on production before we get to level four or level five is that all these levels are built on top of each other. So just because you go to the second level doesn't mean all of a sudden, okay, I can't build relationships, I can't build trust, you know, I can't like my people anymore. They're built on top of each other. So, you know, you still have to have that permission leadership to get to the next level of that production leadership. Exactly. And it's not that once you get to one level exactly, it goes away. Right? Yeah, we, it's building blocks, and we're always striving to get to the next level, to your point. Right? So the fourth level, what do we have for the fourth level? So the fourth level is people development, and I think this is probably one of the most rewarding things for a lot of leaders is developing their people because you know you get to a point, especially when you're setting goals or you want to get somewhere where you know people start to hit their financial goal or whatever goal they might set, and then people – max out. And I know, Michael, you've talked about this before where, you know, you get to a point where you start to hit your goals, you're comfortable, and then you kind of shift your focus on the people. Right. Yeah. Because now all of a sudden it's, it's reproduction, right? So it's people now follow you because of what you've done for them. So it's, it's how do you start to show people how to be successful in the way that you've been successful, right? And that's where it really starts to take the next level. And this is where I feel most people, a lot of people don't get to this level because they get caught kind of in the business and they get so focused, especially like in our industry in real estate, it's so easy to get focused on the day-to-day that you're, the people don't take the time to develop people within their organization. They don't allow them to grow. They don't give them the tools and the techniques to grow. They don't challenge them to grow. And people just get stuck in this redundancy of, yeah, I sold 24 homes this year. I sell 24 homes next year. I sell 24 homes the following year. And there's no growth mind there. So really the fourth level of people development is – People follow you because of what you've done for them. So how do you take people and help them get to the next level? Right? Leaders become great not because of their power, but because of the ability to empower others. And I think that's super important. I'll say it again. Leaders become great not because of their power, 
but because of their ability to empower others. Right? Production, you get to a certain level of production and you start to hit a ceiling. Production may win games, but people development wins championships. Right? Le level four leaders will change the lives of people they lead. And that's ultimately what we're looking to do when building an organization is how do we take people and change their lives for the better? Right? How do we take somebody that was at a certain level and help them advance and continue to grow year after year after year after year? One, it's going to create retention because this person's like, man, I'm learning a lot. I'm growing. I'm getting better every year. I'm making more money every year. Life's getting better every single year. When you focus on people development, that starts to happen for your organization. And I think it creates excitement too with all the people in the organization, especially the people that are brand new starting ground or at the ground level because they see other people who are where they were at become – you know, yeah. these great leaders are developed over time and they realize, okay, if I put in the work, if I listen, if I, you know, develop myself and listen to my leader, then this is where I can be too. If I, you know, keep doing what I have to do. You're right. And that's, that's kind of what moves into level, level five leaders, right? So level five leader is kind of the pinnacle and it's really where people follow you because of who you are and what you represent. And ultimately what that is, is you're helping how you're now helping people as you become level four leaders, right? And you're helping them learn to lead others, right? So the key is you have to learn how to lead yourself, and then you have to start learning how to lead other people. And once you get to that level, that's where your organization can, can become massive because now you're teaching other people to lead other people in the way that you succeeded. So let's just say, for instance, if I started and I'm going on my journey, and now I take Joe and I teach Joe how to succeed at the same level I do, and now Joe takes John Smith that's in our organization and he teaches him how to succeed at the level he did, what does that look like? And now John Smith takes the next person and the next person, and your organization just continues to grow. And that's really where you know you're at the pinnacle. Now, once you get to that level, and it's a tough level to get to, it doesn't mean you stop, right? We don't just quit working on ourselves and saying that, oh, we're done now, right? It's, it's how do we have a never-ending desire to want to get better, Right? Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I agree completely. And one thing I would even mention too, because some people are probably listening, they're like, okay, well, I can make every single person in my organization a top level leader. And one thing I think you have to realize is everybody doesn't want to necessarily be a leader. And some people ha only have a certain amount of potential that they can actually reach or they actually are willing to put in the work to reach. So some people will max out at maybe level two or level three, and they won't even want to grow anymore. Or they'll stop growing. So you have to realize that not every single person in your organization, you're going to be able to max out and make a great leader become a great leader that's a good point because if you look at it and that's what happens when people stop climbing and they stop kind of striving to keep going you ask yourself two questions one can they improve right to your point can they improve or have they simply reached their limit right just what you said there and the other thing is others won't mm -hmm. right so some people it's capacity is not the problem it's choice and attitude are they just don't want they're done right like there's a, i'm done i don't want to get any better you're not going to force somebody to do that that's why it's important, too, that you have a, a bench or of talent that you're continuing to bring into your organization because some people are going to say, you know what? I'm hitting my income goals. I'm, I'm, I'm good, man. I don't want to go lead people. I don't want to do this. Like I like taking two months off out of the year to go on vacations and I'm at three. You know, I like taking every weekend off in the summers and that's OK. Right. You need people like that in your organization as well. And you want to constantly be searching for people that want to take it to the next level that can continue to advance and continue to help lead other people. Yeah, I agree with that completely. So that's kind of, we brushed through that pretty quick on, you know, definitely on leaderships. And, and I think the big thing, I guess the biggest thing to take away from this is that there are really no born leaders. You hear people that say there are no, no born or there are born leaders. I don't really think that's the case. I think some people have 
a set of skills, maybe they're, they're inherent skills that are they're a little bit more advanced than others. But I think so much of this is learned, and it's learned through practical experience. It's not nothing you can read in a book and be like, oh, I'm a great leader now because I've read 27 leadership books, right? You have to get in the trench. You have to start leading people. You have to learn to lead yourself. You have to learn to develop. You have to learn to keep getting better. And then you have to start bringing people into your world that you can help push to get better every single day, right? And then they start to get better, and they teach other people to get better. And your organization, and that's when your organization really becomes dangerous in a good way because now you've got a huge group of people that are like-minded, thinking the same, that all want to push in the same direction to hit the same common goal. And that's really when I think your business can become limitless. Yeah, I agree. And you have a huge responsibility too as a leader to keep developing yourself because the moment that you stop developing yourself and if you're that person in the very front who's a leader, that's the moment the entire fleet slows down and then bad things start to happen. So you need to make sure you're continually continuously growing and developing yourself as well as with all five of these levels of leadership, they're ever-changing. So you can always go from level five all the way down to level three or from level four all the way down to level one. So just because you're there right now doesn't mean that you're going to be there tomorrow. So it's something that you have to basically earn every single day because if you don't do what you need to do to stay on that level, then you're going to fall down and your organization is going to take a hit. Whether it's tomorrow or three weeks from now, it's going to happen eventually. It is. And that's. I'm glad you brought that up because there is like if you, there was a survey done on leadership and what people expect from leaders. And what do you think the number one thing is? accountability it's lead by example so 26 percent of people say they want a leader who leads by example right it's not do as i say right it's it's do as i do so if you're bringing someone into the organization and that's why i feel like in our industry too like people that like they want to build a lead generation based business but they never did it themselves right so they want people to get on the phones hit the phones prospect follow up do all of this stuff but they're not willing to do it themselves, but they expect people to go do it, that they're bringing it. Well, I'm paying for the lead, so you need to go do this. It's never going to work, right? You have to be a person that leads by example and says, here's what we're going to do. We're going to get these leads coming in. We're going to get on the phones. We're going to start doing this. We're going to practice our scripts. We're going to do it together, mm-hmm. right? And we're going we're to get this thing going, and you lead from the front. Now, that's how you build a company and a culture of building leaders as well. It's not sitting in your office making everybody else do it while you sit back and don't do anything. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and so lead by example was the biggest one. Number two at 19% was strong ethics or morals. I don't think anybody wants to follow somebody that's not ethical or has good morals, right? Number three was knowledge of the business. So think about that. Like a lot of people think, and this is kind of like one of the worst leaders, and I think a lot of this falls into that position leadership. They think they have to know everything. It's okay not to know everything. You don't have to be the smartest person in the room. You don't have to know everything about everything. What you do need to know how to do is you need to figure out, know how to figure it out. So if you don't know the answer to something, I don't know the answer, but let me find out. Who was it? I think it was like Henry Ford. Mm -hmm. Uh, He didn't know anything about basically building cars, and he just had a ton of people around him that knew all the answers for everything. Yeah, there was actually a good show. It was um, the Titans that built America. Mm -hmm. It was on US or History Channel. There's like the men that built America, the cars that built America, the food that built America, and the newest ones, the Titans that built America. And they actually – it was like the New York – the Wall Street Journal. One of these newspapers blasted Henry Ford and basically called him ignorant. And they said, kind of like, you're an idiot, right? And so they, he, he sued him. He was pissed, and he sued him. And he went to trial, and he said, he said you know what? Then they, the, uh, the newspaper's attorney started asking them questions. He was like, who was the secretary of state in 1912 or whatever, right? Who was blah, blah, blah? And he's like, I don't know. He goes, does anybody in here know? He goes, you know, I may not have a, a formal education, but what I do know is I have a 
on my desk, I have access to all of these people that know the answers to building a company. You're exactly right. He surrounded himself with highly intelligent people that knew way more than he did. And because of that, he built a massive organization. He wasn't the person that said, I need to know everything. He was the person that said, I need to go find the person that knows how to do this. And I need to go find the person. Because that's the whole thing. Master, or jack of all trades, master of none. You can be kind of good at everything or you can specialize in one thing and be great at it. Right? And he surrounded himself with people that were great in their field. And because of that, he was able to build a massive organization. Where a lot of people get that wrong and they think they have to know everything. Mm-hmm. Or they feel like they're not they're inferior because they don't know everything. Yes, yeah, so they get upset when one of their people yeah. knows more about something than they do and yeah. they exactly they yeah. feel inferior. And if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Right? You need to surround and as a leader, you need to be surrounding yourself with people that know more than you and not feel threatened that they're gonna take your job. Mm-hmm. Right? What you need to do is keep increasing your skill set as a leader and help those people thrive. And at the end of the day, if they outgrow you and leave, that's on you, right? And that could happen. So your job now becomes how do you not let people outgrow you? How do you keep creating opportunity for people in your world so they don't outgrow you? And if they do, fine. Let them go. Wish them well and let them go do great things. But don't feel inferior and try to keep people at a level that they're at because you're afraid they can outgrow you. I feel like if they outgrow you, that's probably a good thing because that means you've done a great job as a leader to yeah. teach them what they need to do to be effective. And it's almost like you hear it with a lot of parents too. Like there's always that dad who used to play baseball or basketball and they're always like, well, I want my son to be better than me. That's like my biggest school. Same thing with leaders. It's, mm-hmm. Your goal should be to make your people better than you were when you had your old job of what they used to do. Exactly. And once you do that and you build a big enough world and you create enough opportunity for people, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, I mean, think about if your parent didn't want you to get better. Mm-hmm. I like, want them to be worse than I was when yeah, I was a kid. Like, yeah, how horrible is that? But there are unfortunately people in the business world that think that way, right? And it's just a terrible mindset. It's it's you should have a, a growth mindset, an abundant mindset, and a mindset of how do I help people succeed in the level I have, and how do I help them just go on and do better things and keep getting bigger and bigger, and making more money, right? And continue to build and keep leading people. Yeah, I'd say there's definitely that shift when you go from level one position all the way to pinnacle. It re- position's all about you versus pinnacle is all about them or us. Yes, right. Yeah, in position you're leading and learning yourself, right? And now, and you're leading other people, but you're right. Now you make that shift into other people. And I think that's important too with good leaders, they're always learning. Like you can't ever stop learning. And that's why I say this leadership journey is never ending. It's not like, okay, I've gotten to the level now where I've developed other people and they're developing other people. I'm good. You have to constantly, you have to just be a, you have to have a thirst for knowledge and wisdom and want to continue to get better. And you have to always want to be learning, always want to be learning. It's not enough to be like, oh, well, I've got here now, so I'm done. Because once that happens, that's when people start to outgrow you. Once you feel like I can sit back and I can, I can kick my heels up and and things are good. That's when you're going to get outgrown. right. And that's the last place you want to be. So I know we went kind of deep on that, a little bit deep. We should probably go deeper, but you know, we covered a lot there. I guess the biggest takeaway here is if you want to lead, if you want to grow a business or you want to work in a business that's wanting to take it to the next level, you have to develop your leadership skills. At the end of the day, it's all everything rises and falls on leadership. It's about leadership and money at the end of the day. So anything to add there, Joe? And I'd say, too, it's just important to be self-aware and realize where you're at in these levels. Are you at a position at leadership or are you at a production? And how can you you know, make that next step to get to the next level? And what things you need to work on with your leadership to get to that next level and make sure you're not slacking and fall off. Yeah. 
totally agree with that. And I think a lot of people think they're a lot better than they are. They are, yeah, yeah. Because it, it's it's very telling when you take a reflection, you step back mm-hmm. and look at it from the outside and say, okay, here are the things that I'm doing wrong or that I could be doing that I'm not doing, and here's how I can get better. Yeah, I think if you ask a lot of people, you'll say, "Where are you at?" and they'll, they'll throw themselves at a four or even a four five, or five. Yep. And then you ask them how many people they're leading, and it's none. Yep. Right. At the end of the day, though, you're always leading somebody, right? Whether even if you don't have people in your business, you're leading your family, you're leading yep. your kids, Somebody's you're always inspiring watching. somebody yep. that's watching, and you have to be aware of that too. So, how do your actions shape the people around you, right? But also, yes, to your point, being super aware: where am I really? Where do I need to improve? How do I need to improve? What I often find are people that think they're at the top; they're typically at number one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lowest form of leadership. They've been given a title probably didn't earn it, probably don't deserve it, and their people don't respect them because of that, because they haven't put the work in to work on themselves to get better. They haven't put the work in to help other people in their organization get better, and they're not moving up the ladder. They're comfort, they're comfortable because I've got this title, right? The same way realtors always call themselves CEOs, mm-hmm. drives me a little nuts, right? Like you're the, you have a one-person team, you're the CEO. I, I'm all for thinking big. And at the end of the day, you're not a CEO yet, right? You haven't earned the right to call yourself a CEO because you opened up an LLC and you spent fifty dollars mm-hmm. in the state of Missouri, right? and that's what most people do. They open up an and it's LLC. Position leadership. It's position finest. leadership, but it's yep. fine. Exactly. Don't do that. Don't be that. Be the person that says I'm at one, and that's okay. But what's not okay is staying at one. I want to get myself to number five. I need to take the steps to move from position to permission leadership to production leadership to people development. And so ultimately one day I can get to the pinnacle. And if you do that, your company is going to continue to grow and you're not going to be a revolving door of talent coming in and coming out because that's what we see all the time. People come in, people go out. If people leave your world, it's not always a bad thing, right? Like don't think that. Like people will leave. Maybe they're not the right fit. So you have to look at, two, who's left your organization and gone on and excelled? And if the number's small, then you probably didn't want them on your team anyway. Right, Because if they're not going to excel on their own, they're not going to excel on your team. And we talk a lot about that too, that people think that being on a team means that you can't do it on your own. That's absolutely not the case. Everybody on our team is totally capable of going out and doing this on their own. It's that they can hit their goals faster and have more leverage and get to the levels they want to get to much faster than they could if they wanted to do it on their own. Right. So look at that too. If you have a revolving door of people leaving, but it's people that aren't going to excel anyway. Now, if you've got top talent people leaving, that's a problem and that's on you. So be looking at and be conscious of where you are in your leadership journey and always push to get better. Hope that helps. If you've got questions, you can always email us, and uh, we'll see you next time. Thanks so much.